You're listening to a Big Finish production. Do I have to tell you, my child, the TARDIS is a very delicate piece of machinery. You can't just go pulling all her insides out, hither and thither. But, Grandfather... But nothing. You'll flip us into a dimensional sinkhole if you're not careful. And then where will we be? Nowhere. Exactly. Now, come out of there. But I think I found it. The problem. I doubt that very much. There's been a bug in the TARDIS all along. Yes. Well, we know that. No, I mean a real bug. Yeah? I saw it through one of the panels. It was tricky getting it out. Here, look. Well, I never. A Goliathan spiny back beetle by the looks of it. But that's impossible. We haven't been to Goliath. But maybe whoever in the TARDIS before us did. Oh, I should think not terrible place. And this bug's been stuck between the dimensional locators and the temporal adjusters ever since. Was it touching the horizon stabilizers? Possibly. Here, child, let me look inside. Yes. Yes. By Jove, I think that's it. Grandfather? Now... If I can just reconfigure the spatio-dynamic controller, then... Oh, Doctor, have we landed already? More than that. I think I've cracked it, dear boy. I think I've cracked it, our travel difficulties. There was a bug in the machine, you see. A Goliathan spiny-backed beetle. Here, take a look. What a curious creature. To think such a tiny thing could cause so much trouble. I should probably put it in a cupboard until we can release it safely. Doctor, are you saying we can get home now? Get home? You are home. Shoreditch, London, 1963. I've just set us down. Turn on the scanner. Let's see. Of course. Well, it's a church, but I don't recognise it. Judging by the fields around it, it's not in London. But it does look like England, don't you think, Ian? Yes, it does. And it could be the 20th century. It may be that my calculations were slightly off and we've landed outside the city, but it should otherwise be reasonably accurate. There's only one way to find out for sure. Well, if you have such little faith... Shall we? So, where are we? I'm not sure. I don't recognise the church. The plant life all seems very consistent with Earth. Yew tree, 
Snow drops. And it's cold and wet, just like England. There's a strange building in that field, the round one. I wonder what it is. Some kind of barn, maybe? Oh, look, a robin. That would seem to confirm it. Ian, Barbara, over here. Can you see the town in the distance? There. It's too small to be London. And the road isn't tarmacked, just a dirt track. I don't think we're in the 20th century. Meaning it could be London, but a very long time ago. Exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't just the bug. Oh, bother. I really thought we had it then. I'm sure it'll be a step in the right direction at the very least. I'm so sorry, my dears. Oh, it's all right. It's not the furthest away we've ever been. So it's really just a question of when. Hey, there's a gravestone over here. Looks quite new. Good work, Susan. That should give us an excellent idea of the date. Why should a dog, a horse, a rat have life? And now no breath at all, thou'lt come no more. Never, 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 never. That sounds familiar. Where have I heard those words before? H.S., born 1585, died 1596. Oh, just a child. Shakespeare. That's what it is. King Lear, Act 5, Scene 3, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, of course. Then I think that round building must be a theatre. The curtain, maybe. If we're in the late 15th or early 16th century, that would make sense. And then this is St. Leonard's Shoreditch, the Actors' Church. We're in the right place, just not the right time. Barbara, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Oh, Doctor, could we? Whilst we're here? I don't see why not. Uh, The theatre was right by the church, so they must have already moved it to the other side of the river. Do you know the way? We'll have to cross through the city, but I don't think the streets can have changed that much. Come on, then. But, Grandfather, where are we going? To the Globe, my dear. We're going to see one of Mr. William Shakespeare's plays. I think the river should be this way. But it's so difficult to tell where we are. These lanes are very confusing. Careful where you're treading, Susan. You don't want to put your foot in anything nasty. What is it? It smells awful. These people don't have toilets yet. They just tipple their waste out of their windows. Oh, that's disgusting. It's pretty noxious stuff. Dysentery, cholera. Oh, no! Get away from me! It's all right, my dear. Just a harmless little rat going about its business. Little is gigantic. It's probably more frightened of you than you are of it. It might have the plague. Ian, don't. It's no good. I'm completely lost. I'm going to see if I can find someone to give me directions. Good luck with that. We haven't seen a soul since we got here. I'll knock on some doors. This isn't how I imagined Shakespeare's London at all. I thought it would be altogether more jolly. Bustling streets, hawkers, crying their wares, people laughing and joking, making merry. It is strangely quiet. Do you think there might be something wrong? Who knows, dear boy? Who knows? Hello? I wonder if you could... How rude. Any luck? No, no one's answering. And the one person who did slammed the grate shut as soon as they saw me. Most curious. Londoners are famously unwelcoming. Shh. Can you hear that? Yes. I wonder what it is. It's people. A lot of people, I'd say. Over that way, I think. Come on, let's see what it is. 
So, this is where everyone is. So many people. I wonder who they're waiting for. Or what? A procession. Judging by the way they're lining the streets. Someone important. The whole city must be here. They're even leaning out of the windows. There's something coming. Uh, can you see what it is? Not very well. There are too many people in the way. Here, Susan, why don't you get up on my shoulders? Yes, yes, up you go, Susan. Uh, won't I be too heavy? I'm stronger than I look. Come on. <laughs> There's soldiers, horses, footmen. They're carrying someone in a litter. It looks ever so fancy. Is it Queen Elizabeth? How exciting. No, it looks like a man. Maybe it's James the First. He doesn't seem very popular, whoever he is. Foreign muck! Traitor! Ow! You all right, Barbara? I'm getting very squashed. Down with Lord Cecil! I think it would be wise to be to retreat. Good idea. Looks like it's about to get nasty. Off you get, Susan. Annoying. You! You in the funny clothes! You mean me, sir? Are you Spanish? No! Look, Spanish. Papist pig! Now look here. There's another one! Run, Doctor, run! Back to the TARDIS, everyone! Should be just around here. Thank goodness. Oh, no! No, no, no! The TARDIS! Stop! Stop! Just... Where do you think you're taking that, young man? That's mine. What's yours? It's the Queen's property now. Grandfather, what are we going to do? We'll have to go and speak to the Queen. I hear she's a reasonable woman. Oi, Pope lover! Thought I told you to go back the way you came from. We're trying to. Did you bite your thumb at me? I was just biting my thumb. Were you biting your thumb at me? No, I, I do it when I'm nervous. I wasn't doing it at you. Now, look here. Stop picking on her. She's only a child. What a fight, do you? We just want to go home. I think he wants a fight. Ian! What the? Oh, stuff this for a game of soldiers. Thank you, young man, whoever you are. Jude. Jude Shakespeare. At your service. Shakespeare? You wouldn't be related to William Shakespeare by any chance, would you? He's my father. Well, well, I never... What a lucky meeting, young man. We were just on our way to see one of your father's plays. You would have been disappointed then. Theatre's shut. Been shut for weeks. Is there an outbreak of the plague? You're not from round here, are you? We're travellers. We just arrived in your fair city. Best visit another time. Political situation's a bit volatile at the moment. We noticed. Uh, we were actually just trying to leave when you found us, but I'm afraid some of the Queen's soldiers have stolen our carriage. I don't suppose you could help us get it back? Well, I can't, but my father might be able to do something. The Queen's a big fan of his. Well, that is marvellous news. Let's drop by the curtain on the way. See if they can lend you something less conspicuous to wear. Best not be drawing attention to yourselves with foreign clothes. Very wise, young man, very wise. Lead on. Ian, something's not right. What do you mean? Jude can't be Shakespeare's son. Why not? Shakespeare had children, didn't he? 
Yes, but Shakespeare only ever had one son, Hamlet, and he died in 1596. The gravestone? H.S.? Maybe. Whoever this young man is, he's an imposter. He could be leading us into a trap. Behold, the globe. Wow. This wooden O. It's more beautiful than I ever imagined. Come on, let's find my father. I think he's up here. This is the gallery where the rich people sit. Get down! What is it? Look! That thug from before! What on earth is he doing here? I don't know. Could he have followed us? That woman he's with. That's Lady Rich. And the man she's talking to? That's your father? Shh! I want to hear what they're saying. So... You refuse absolutely? It's an old play. There's no audience for it. I beg to differ. I think it's very resonant, especially if played in its full glory. You want us to play it with the deposition scenes? Of course! The Queen has expressly forbidden their performance. I wonder why. The theatre is shut. We can't do it. Not even for 40 shillings more than your usual fee? No. You used to be an ardent supporter of my brother. You talked once of him bringing rebellion broached on his sword, and of how many would the peaceful city quit to welcome him. Am I to understand you no longer believe in his cause? Your brother is not the man he once was, milady. Neither are you, Will. Success seems to have made you cautious. My first responsibility is to my players. I will not put their lives and livelihoods at risk. I understand. Now that the Queen is your patron, you dare not anger her even though you know the miseries she inflicts upon us all. You have your answer. I won't change my mind. Well, we'll just have to see about that, won't we? Come on, my man. Father! Jude! I've brought some visitors to see you. Well, bring them down, boy. Bring them down. This is the doctor. The doctor? Doctor what? Uh, just the doctor. The doctor? You know, I met a man called the doctor once before. Most unusual name. But then he was a most unusual young man. Strange. I never thought to encounter another of the same title. Um, how interesting. And this is my granddaughter Susan and my friends Barbara and Ian. They're travellers. They came to see a play. I'm sorry to disappoint you, then. We're closed, as you can see. Routine maintenance. No matter, dear boy. We're happy merely to have the chance to make your acquaintance. Where are you from? Everywhere and anywhere. We've roamed far and wide across the Seven Seas and beyond. Although Barbara and I are originally from London. Oh, whereabouts? A Shoreditch. But we left many years ago. We've been travelling with the Doctor ever since. Some of the Queen's soldiers took their carriage. I thought you might be able to help them get it back. I can certainly help you find a replacement. Uh, no, 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 that's very kind, but that just won't do. It's rather a special carriage, you see. One of a kind. We can't leave without it. I've heard the Queen's very fond of you. Uh, she does like the plays. Most of the plays. Couldn't you put in a good word for us? Now's not the best moment, to be honest. We would appreciate it. Well, there's nothing can be done today. It's nearly evening and the streets around here are dangerous after dark. Tell me, Doctor, where are you lodging? 
Uh, well, we, we hadn't really thought about that yet. <laughs> and that's settled. You're staying with me. Oh, but we couldn't impose. It's the very least I can do. I may not be able to serve you up a play, but what I can serve you is a splendid dinner. Welcome to my humble abode. Thank you, dear boy. Please, please, sit. Make yourself at home. Can I get you something to drink? Uh, beer? Ale? I, I think I might have some wine somewhere. Beer's good for me. Barbara? I don't mind. Whatever everyone else is having. I'll have wine if you do have any, and Susan will have water. Grandfather? Water? You don't want to touch that. Water round here will kill you. Ah, so what do you drink? Ale. A gallon a day keeps the flux away. Sounds like my kind of town. What did Lady Rich want? Uh, nothing. I overheard you. She wants us to perform Richard II uncut. But you won't do it. She's trying to stir up rebellion in the name of her brother. You used to say that was exactly what this country needed. I've said no, and that's final. Not another word on it. Those capons aren't going to pluck themselves. Can I help? You're a guest. But I'd like to. You can't do all of this on your own. You can cut up greens for the salad. You seem sad. I'm not sad. I'm annoyed. Why? My father refuses to reopen the theatre. There's absolutely no reason for it to be closed. We've been sat around doing nothing for weeks. That must be frustrating. I'm 16 now. I haven't got much time left before I get too old to play the women's parts. You can always play the male roles instead. I suppose so. Just think of all the new parts you could play. Mark Antony, Romeo, Henry V. You should talk less and take more care with what you're doing. I'm only trying to help. Look, you missed a hole there. You have to watch out for worms in the cabbage. Worms? It's past its best. Salmon, pike, veal with capons and a boiled winter salad. Pass the bread, would you, Susan? I'm starving. Of course. That lady today at the Globe, the man with her, we've seen him before. He chased us earlier. He thought we were Spaniards. Well, uh, things are a little tense. The Spanish are preparing another armada. Are they? Or is it just another rumour to drain more cash from our pockets so the Queen can play at war while we starve? Oh, you shouldn't say such things. Why? Scared her spies will hear us and arrest you. Jude, please, we have guests. You're a coward. What kind of a playwright are you if all you ever do is pander to the Queen? How dare you talk to me like that? Go to your room! You can't order me about! I'm not a child anymore! Go to your room, Hamnet, now! Hamnet! Oh, I'm so sorry. Apologies, my son's at a tricky age. His humours are all over the place. He wasn't saying anything unreasonable. If things are as bad for people as he says, shouldn't someone be doing something to change them? Yes, my dear, but this is a complicated political conundrum. Uh, a boy like Jude couldn't possibly understand the subtlety of the situation. Why ever not? Life is not black and white. There are shades of grey that must always be considered. How do you know that Jude hasn't considered them? How can he have? He's just a child. 
And what about me? Am I a child too? But no, no, you know that's not what I meant. Isn't it? <sighs> the young, no respect for the elders. Come, let's not spoil the evening with bad cheer. You're travellers. You must have a tale or two to tell. Oh, we most certainly have, dear boy. We've seen things you couldn't possibly imagine. Try me. I'm fine. Your father shouldn't treat you like that. Ever since my brother died, nothing I do is good enough for him. What happened to your brother? The plague. Oh, that's awful. Sometimes I wish my father wishes I had died instead. I'm sure that's not true. He never listens to me, even when he knows I'm speaking sense. About the Queen? Lady Rich wants to make things better for us. That's what she was talking to my father about. She wants him to put on a play to provoke the people to rise up against the Queen. She wants a rebellion? Her and her brother Essex. Essex? The Earl of Essex. He used to be the Queen's favourite. But then she sent him off to win her war in Ireland. A war we should never have been fighting in the first place. And he decided to make peace with them because we never could have won. So she cast him aside, threw him out of the court, put him under house arrest. For what? For making a wise decision. He went against her wishes. A good ruler listens. Essex should be king. He knows how to take counsel. He understands the people. He's a great man. Look. A book of poems? Essex's poems. I carry it everywhere with me. This is him, here, on the frontispiece. Uh, he looks a bit like Ian. Your friend? A little. He looks very noble. A man with such a countenance would never wrong the people. Can I trust you, Susan? Of course. I need your help. And then what did you do? We, we ran, dear boy, ran for our lives. Made it back to our carriage with barely a second to spare. <laughs> they sound like a savage race, these Aztecs. Well, Doctor, I shall look forward to hearing more of your adventures in the morning. It's still early. Didn't you hear the watchman? It's past midnight. And I have things to attend to. <laughs> Plays don't write themselves. Of course. There are blankets in the chest, and please make yourself comfortable. Good night, William, and uh, thank you. Uh, the pleasure's all mine. You can't. I thought you were my friend. But if my father won't do something, then I will. I'm going to find Essex. Come on. Jude, I... Are you with me or not? It's too dangerous. I won't let you go. You can't stop me. I'll scream. Oh, no, you won't. You, you wouldn't hurt me, would you? I don't want to hurt you, but I will if I have to. You're coming with me. Come on. Out of the window. Oh, no, Jude, please. I can't. I'll hurt myself. Those bales of straw will break your fall. All right. Take my hand. It's such a long way down. We'll go together. On the count of three. One, two, three. What was that? Sounded like Susan. Come on. They've gone. Look, the window. There they are. 
They're headed towards the river. Dear boy, what are you doing? I'm going after them. Ian, you can't. We don't know who this Jude is. We can't just let Susan go off with him. Be careful. I always am. Are you sure you know where we're going? I know these streets like the back of my hand, I do. I feel like we're going around in circles. What's that? The dog's in the bear baiting pit. That's all. Maybe we should go back. The river's just round here. Hand me your purse. Let go of my friend. Get your hand away from your sword. Jude, don't. Ah! Ah! You stabbed me, you little toad. Oh, well done, Jude. Oh, I'll kill you, you run. Go on then, Pudding Belly. I'd like to see you try. Jude, watch out! Think you can get me like that, you clay-brained tallow catch? Jude! Not so clever now you're on the floor, are you? You blabbermouth cuckold. Let me up and I'll show you who's the cuckold, you not-pated puke-stocking. I've had enough of your mouth. Ah, no! What have you done? No need to cry your eyes out. He's just having a little sleep. Susan! Ian, help! Get away from her. Why? What are you going to do? She's just a girl. Leave her alone. You want to fight, dear? No. But I will if I have to. Ian! You killed him! <laughs> well, so what if I had? No! Let go of me! Let go! Stop struggling! Two no. down! One to go! <laughs> You know what's good for you. I'm giving you fair warning. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it, woman? Nag me to death. <sighs> oh, little lady means business, does she? I will count to three. Oh, I'm scared. One. I don't want to have to hurt you, missus. Two. I'd draw if I were you. You should get home and do your needlework. Three. Ow! Oh, muscles! You'll lose your head next if you don't leave this place! You're a demon! Condescending cur. Are you all right? Yes, but my friends are hurt. The boy's merely been knocked senseless. We should be able to revive him. 
What are those? Smelling salts. <gasps> Jude, you're right. Thank goodness. What? Where am I? Slowly now. Don't get up too quickly. You're... Wait. I know you. You're Lady Rich. At your service. I'm Will Shakespeare's son. Are you? I'm a great admirer of your brother. Many people are. But this is no time for small talk. We must attend to the man. Ian! Oh, there's so much blood! He's received a head wound. It's not as grievous as it first appears, but we must get him seen to as quickly as possible. Young man, can you help me carry him? Yes, my lady. My boat's moored not far from here. <sighs> Why didn't you tell me? You were writing, dear boy. Hang the writing! You should have called me the minute you discovered them gone! We're sorry. I don't know what Susan was thinking. Uh, we don't know. It was Susan's idea. Wasn't it? She was mooning over that boy the entire night. They could be anywhere. They could have been robbed and murdered, left lying in some filthy alley, for all we know. Now, now, let's not catastrophize. We have to think about this rationally. We can't waste our time running all over the place. How could he do this to me? He knows how much I worry. I've already lost one son. I'm sure he'll be back as soon as he's cooled off. Is there a logical place Jude could have gone? Oh, they could be anywhere. Come on, man. Think. The Queen. The Queen might help. Her spies are everywhere. Someone might have seen them. Two young people breaking the curfew. That would have been noted. And Jude is one of her favourite actors. If she knew he was missing, she'd be very distressed. Then we must acquaint her with the situation as quickly as possible. Barbara, you should stay here in case they return. But... Yes, yes, yes. It's a good idea. Then that's settled. Come on, William. There's no time to lose. And I have to miss Elizabeth. Here we are, Essex House, my humble abode. It's magnificent, isn't it? I heard it has 42 bedrooms, give or take. <sighs> Here comes my brother. Sister, thank God. I thought something had happened. All in one piece, as you can see. Why must you insist on going out unaccompanied after dark? I had business to attend to. In the middle of the night? It's none of your concern, brother. That man has been injured. I was set upon by thieves. I owe him both my honour and my life. Will you attend to him? Of course. Quickly, bring him into the house. You've not been to Whitehall Palace before, Doctor. How do you like it? Well, from the outside, at least, it seems most impressive. Well, what did you see inside? What ho! Open up in the name of the Queen! That's strange. Uh, maybe they didn't hear you. All right, all right! Here's a nothing indeed. Oh, who's there? In the name of Beelzebub. William Shakespeare, one of Her Majesty's gentlemen. I have urgent news for her. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, if the Queen knew I was here, she would want to see me. Yeah, it's what they all say. Don't you recognise me, friend? The Queen is not for seeing anyone. She's in seclusion. Well, she'll see me. You'd have to take that up with Lord Cecil. I'd be more than happy to take it up with Lord Cecil if you just let me in. No. How rude... I know another way. Mm. 
Why won't he wake up? He needs rest. I've sewn the wound and dressed it. As long as we can stave off infection, all should be well. You can trust him, Susan. He knows what he's doing. Your friend is in good hands. The wound is dangerous, but not mortal. I've seen men recover from much worse on the battlefield. How's the patient? He sleeps. There's no sign of fever. Good, good. Our guests must be hungry. I couldn't possibly eat. No, not while Ian's like this. You must. I'll have the servants prepare a little breakfast. Come with me. All right. Lady Rich, may I speak? Please, do. We're so grateful for all you've done for Susan's friend. I was wondering if we might be able to offer you a little help in return. Please, it was nothing. Yesterday, you were at the Globe, asking my father about putting on a play. A play that might change things for the better. I was. Your brother is a great man, and I believe in his cause, as do many of my fellow players. They believe in my brother's cause, but they will not go against your father's will. You spoke to them? Last night at the George and Dragon. I think we can get them to change their minds, Susan and I. Can you? My father's not the only shareholder in the theatre. He doesn't get to decide for everyone else. They have to be reminded of that. Ian's waking up. I should get Susan. No, child, let him rest. But Susan would want to know. The excitement might be too much for him. Let him be. Besides, the two of you have work to do. If we go now, then we could perform this afternoon. My men will row you across the river. Yes, milady. And not a word to my brother. No? No. I'd like to keep the pleasure of giving him the good news to myself. Please, sit. There's salt fish, herring, eggs... Bread with sage, butter and wine. Thank you. Help yourself. You have to keep your strength up for your friend. Your sister is asking for you. Apologies, I must go and see what she wants. Um, Please, sit. Eat. Thank you. Come on, Susan, we have to go. Go? We have to get to the Globe. But why? Lady Rich has asked me to persuade the players to perform Richard II. This is our chance to help. But what about Ian? Essex will take good care of him. Come on, there's a boat waiting for us by the dock. Westminster Abbey. Really? This way. Are you planning to pray for divine intervention? It's hardly the best way to find a solution for our current predicament. Human ingenuity is what we need right now. Trust me, Doctor, I know what I'm doing. To be a king or a queen is to live in a gilded cage. Every monarch needs a way to escape once in a while. In here. But this is a tomb, dear boy. Henry VII and Elizabeth of York. (laughs) Secret passage. Well, well. Straight to the heart of the royal chambers. However did you discover it? Well, the Queen's only human doctor. Sometimes she craves a bedtime sonnet or two from her favourite poet. You call for me, sister. The man's awakening. Here, let me see. He's in pain. He needs some poppy water. I'll fetch it. Well, where am I? You're safe. Who are you? Robert Devereux, Earl of Essex. Where's Susan? Jude, I have to see them. Please calm yourself. They're safe. Brother, the poppy you requested. Here, Ian, take this. It will help with the pain. 
Did, did they leave already? We have to stop them. Brother, the man is in pain. Where are they? They're downstairs eating breakfast. No. No, the Globe. The Globe? Ignore him. He's delirious. Brother, the poppy. Ian, did they go to the Globe? Yes, she, she told them to. Sister, what have you been up to? Nothing. The man is clearly out of his mind with pain. No, no, we saw you at the Globe yesterday. Can't a girl visit a playhouse once in a while? The Globe is shut. I was so disappointed. She was talking to Will. She wanted to commission a performance of Richard II with the abdication scene. Stage the deposition of a king. Are you insane? He said no. But it wouldn't be my fault if the players decided to take the matter into their own hands. And you've sent Jude and Susan back to the Globe to convince them. Brother, it's time you fulfilled your destiny. The people need a leader and they adore you. Remember how they cheered you off to the Irish wars. They didn't cheer when I returned defeated. They have to be reminded of your greatness. Do you want to see my head on a pike on Tower Bridge? Do you want Cecil to steal the crown and put a Spanish princess on the throne? If the people rise up, I'll support them. Lead them if they ask me to. I will not move against the Queen. No one has seen the Queen since Christmas. For all we know, Cecil spirited her away. If chance would have me king, then chance can crown me. I will not interfere. And you will respect my wishes. Of course, brother. You should see to your patient. Ah, what? She's locked us in. She promised to respect your wishes. I don't trust her. Ian, do you think you can muster the strength to get to the globe and stop them? Can't you stop them yourself? I'm under house arrest. If they catch me outside, I'll be sent straight to the tower. My head throbs a little, but I think I can make it. But how do I get out of here? Behind the arras. There's a secret door. Here. The passage leads into St. Clement Danes. Do you know your way from there? I think so. Godspeed. My fate is in your hands. No pressure, then. Friends, countrymen, players, lend me your ears. Honour is the subject of my story. Our honour and the honour of our fellow men. My father would support the Queen because she is our patron. And yes, she favours us at Christmas. But what about the rest of the year? Where is our great Queen and her famed benevolence when our pockets are empty and our bellies are cramped with hunger? I was born as free as our Queen. So were you. I have arms like her, legs like her, a heart as strong as hers, and yet, human as she is, she has made herself into a self-appointed god, and we have made ourselves her underlings. Now is the time for us to change our fates. This is not my father's theatre. This is our theatre. We decide what is performed upon its stage, not him. Will you stand with me today, my friends? Will you take the stage? Will you help my Lord Essex change all our fates? Jude, is that you? Susan? You are fantastic. What a speech. I'm coming in. Susan, don't! I'm not! I... Oh, uh, Jude, oh, oh no! Uh... Here we are, Doctor. 
The Queen's private apartments. Well, well, I never. So, this is where our great Queen lives. Wait here. Your Majesty, it's Will. Your Majesty? Are you here? No, 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 no! What, what is it, Doctor? That's my carriage down there in the garden. That thing the soldiers are trying to pry open with a pike. The blue box? Yes. But it doesn't have any wheels. It doesn't need wheels. Well, then how does it move? It's, uh, um, well, it's, it's rather difficult to explain. Try me. Uh, I suppose you could say it flies. I hear there are flying carpets in the east. Um, uh, I, I believe so. Once we find the Queen, I'm sure she'll want a demonstration. Uh, any sign of her? No, something's not right. Could she be elsewhere, performing her duties? She's the late riser. Normally she'd still be dressing at this time of day and takes hours of careful preparation to create the Virgin Queen. And... Look. Her wigs. They're all here. And covered in dust. She would never go anywhere without them. Never? Never. No. No, 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 it can't! What is it? The Globe's trumpets announcing a performance. We have to stop them before it's too late. Oh, Jude! Close the curtain, quick, before anyone else sees. Jura! Keep your voice down. You're a girl. If boys can pretend to be women, I don't see why girls shouldn't pretend to be men. But how have you managed to keep it up all this time? I'm a good actor. Just wait till you see me on stage. Then you'll understand. And your father supports this? He misses my brother. This way he can pretend that his worthless daughter died instead. You're not worthless. There might be a woman on the throne, but she's not done anything to make things better for her sisters. We're still just chattel, passed from father to husband. I want the freedom to choose what I do with my life. I want to be the hero of my own story, not a minor character in someone else's. Don't we all? You can't tell anyone, Susan. You really can't. Women aren't allowed on the stage. If they find out, I'll be sent back to Stratford and it'll be nothing but child-rearing and sewing till the end of my days. I promise I won't tell a soul. I have to go. Break a leg. Thank you. Jude, Susan, what on earth is going on? Get out of my way. The show's about to start. I heard the trumpets, but I couldn't believe you'd go against your father. My father isn't the only shareholder in the theatre. He doesn't have the last word. The other shareholders have agreed that the show should go ahead. Do you know what you've done? When the Queen finds out, she'll have you hung, drawn and quartered. Your father as well. Only if she's still the Queen. The rebellion will fail. How could it ever succeed? The people want change. It's time we made a stand. Even if it costs you your lives? Let me pass. This is a time for action. The time for words is past. You have to stop him, Susan. He'll listen to you. I don't want to stop him. Susan! I think he's right. The country can't go on like this. But you remember our history lessons? You remember how it ends? I know. It didn't work for the Romanovs and it won't work here. We can't meddle. You know the rules. You're the one who's meddling. You're always trying to meddle. I'm always very respectful of history. Even in Ekaterinburg. Well, you tried to change the Aztecs, and people died because of your meddling. I know. The play happens. It has to happen. But Jude isn't a part of this history. History doesn't even record Shakespeare having a second son. Just two daughters. 
Maybe Jude can be saved. Maybe he doesn't have to be part of it all. Maybe he has to be a part of it. Maybe he needs a chance to do something meaningful with his life. To choose his path. I won't stop him. You'd rather watch him go to his death? If that's the price he has to pay for his freedom, then yes. Oi, over here! Over here! Come on, it's me, Will Shakespeare! <sighs> Who doesn't want Will Shakespeare in the back of that boat? It could get yourself a mention in one of my plays, you never know. Oh, worry, eh? You'll never get a boat when you really need one. Looks like the whole of the city is trying to get cross river to the globe. A second bridge, that's what this town needs, but the weary men won't have it. I'm guessing there's nothing for it but to go the long way round, over London Bridge. We'll never make it in time. If we don't stop them before the deposition scene, then all is lost. We can but try, dear boy. Come along. You promised when you parted with the king to lay aside life-harming heaviness and entertain a cheerful disposition. To please the king, I did. To please myself, I cannot do it. Yet I know no cause why I should welcome such a guest as grief. Save bidding farewell. Isn't he marvellous? Jude? Yes, marvellous. I've never seen a man portray a woman with such understanding. Don't look so worried. I'm just sad such talent will go to waste. Look, it's Lady Rich. She's entered the gallery. I think we'd best get out of here. No, I'm staying. I want to see the rest of the play. Oh, Susan. This is what you wanted, wasn't it? To see a play at the Globe. Not this one. Any other play on any other day, but not this. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, the traffic's normally pretty jammed up on the bridge, but it's never been quite as bad as this. Come on, we'll have to push our way through. Wait. I think that's Ian. Where? There, on the other side of the road. Ian! Ian! Doctor! Whatever happened to your head, dear boy? It's a long story. It looks nasty. I'm fine, but we need to get to the globe. Yes, yes, indeed. Look, Cecil's men are up ahead. They're stuck in the middle of the congestion. They're not going anywhere. If we can sneak past them, we should make it to the globe before they do. Are you contented to resign the crown? Now mark me how I will undo myself. I give this heavy weight from off my head. <gasps> oh. He's put the crown down. I have a bad feeling about this. The theatre's so packed. If there's a riot, people are going to get trampled. And this unwieldy scepter from my hand. Long mayst thou live in Richard's seat to sit, and soon lie Richard in an earthly pit. God save King Henry, unkinged Richard says, and send him many years of sunshine days. God save King Henry! Down with King Richard! Down with King Richard! Down with the Queen! Friends, friends, hear me, please. My brother, the Earl of Essex, is an honest man. My brother would free you from your pains. If you will stand against the Queen, he will stand with you. Tomorrow, at the sound of the bells. God save the Earl of Essex. Essex for King. Lady Rich is leaving. I don't blame her. We have to get out of here now. 
I'm staying right here. Oh, no, you're not. Ow! Let go! You're hurting me! Come on! We're too late. I think we had better get out of here post-haste, so to say. Cecil's men will be here any moment. But my theatre! Come on, dear boy, come on. Your theatre can always be rebuilt, but your head is much more difficult to replace. Doctor! Ian! Barbara! Susan, thank goodness! Ian, your head! No time to worry about that now. We have to get out of here. Come on. No, I have to stop them. My good man, you can't. It's too dangerous. I have to try. Friends! 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 My God, Foot, will you listen, please? Oh, for a muse of fire that would ascend the brightest heaven of invention. Good to know I can still get your attention. Come on, friends, really, what are you doing? I know things are bad, but are they really that bad? I'm hungry! And yet you still have a penny for the play. Enough for a few flagons of ale by the look of you. This is a theatre, it's no place for politics. If you want to talk politics, I suggest you take it to the tavern. Unless you want the authorities to shut the theatres down permanently. You know they'd love to. So let's not give them any good reason to. Cecil's men are on their way. They'll be here any minute. If you'd all like to leave quietly by the turnstiles as quickly as possible, I'd be most grateful. Cowards! No, no, you'll just have to stay. Essex for kings! Oh no! No! Oh, William! Oh no! Come on, Doctor. But they'll kill him, Barbara. We have to do something. They'll kill us if we don't get out of here. We'll just have to trust that there's been no changes to the course of history. No, I'm not going to abandon him. Susan, no. Come back here. Come on, Barbara. We have to go. Chased off stage by an angry mob. Cecil's men are here. We have to find him. Jude! Father! You're safe! Ow! Let go of me! How could you? After everything I've done for you, you've destroyed us. Don't you understand that? You've destroyed everything. He was just trying to help. Come on, you're going straight back to Stratford on the first cart. Over my dead body. Don't tempt me. Let go of him, Will. Let him go and get out. Get out? How dare you speak to me like that? You're not welcome here anymore. But it's my theatre. No, Will, it's our theatre now. Come on, Jude. Jude? Sorry, Father. Come on, Will. We have to go before Cecil gets here. Oh, what's the point? Let them come. I've lost my son. I've lost my theatre. What does it matter if I lose my head? It would matter a lot. An awful lot. Too late. There he is. Seize him. Take me. I haven't the heart to fight. No, Will! William Shakespeare, I arrest you for high treason in the name of the Queen. You are to be taken to the Tower. And if you are found guilty, then I will personally supervise your execution.
Shakespeare, I arrest you for high treason in the name of the Queen. You are to be taken to the tower. And if you are found guilty, then I will personally supervise your execution. Any sign of them? Not yet. The crowds have dispersed and the soldiers are leaving. I should never have let Susan go after him. I'm not sure you could have stopped her. Too true, my dear. Too true. She's such a headstrong young woman. Susan, thank goodness you're all right, child. Why wouldn't I be? Your grandfather worries. It's Will he should be worried about. Cecil's men have taken him to the tower. It's all my fault. There, there, child. It can't be helped. You did what you thought was best. We have to do something. Yes, yes, we do. We have to free William, find Jude, recover the TARDIS and get out of here as soon as possible. Oh, good. For a moment there, I thought it might be a lot. There's a crowd gathering outside. They're calling for you to take a stand against the Queen. Are they? I've ordered the servants to let them into the Great Hall. You have to stop this or you're going to get us both killed. Is it my fault, brother, that you don't have the guts to do what must be done? Behold, the Tower of London. What a terrible place. How will we ever get Will out of there? Have faith, my dear, have faith. I have a plan. The Tower isn't any old prison. Oh, no. The prisoners in the Tower are allowed all sorts of luxuries. See? Look in here. Oh, Grandfather, how clever of you. Yes, yes. Now, come on. Oh, who goes there? Uh, just an old bookseller from St. Paul's Churchyard and his granddaughter. Uh, the Lord Chamberlain asked me to deliver some books to Mr. William Shakespeare, who I believe is in your custody. He is most keen Mr. Shakespeare make good progress on his latest play, despite his current incarceration. Uh, Mr. Shakespeare is one of his men, after all. And if I sent a message to the Lord Chamberlain, he would confirm of course. We'd be most happy to wait. Uh, though the Lord Chamberlain is keen the play be finished as quickly as possible. And you know how famed he is for his terrible temper. Oh, I hope it's better than his last one with that mopey prince. That was a bit of a letdown. Too many words. Not enough blood. The next one's uh, a war play. Romans and Trojans. Plenty of battles. Plenty of bloodshed. Oh, that's good to hear. Who shall I say is calling? Uh, the doctor. The doctor? Just the doctor. God, arrest this man in the name of the Queen! Yeah, but, but, what? Uh, 
No, let go of him. There he is, over there. Jude, stop. I suppose my father sent you to bring me back. Well, I'm not coming. He can go to hell in a handcart for all I care. Your father's been arrested. For high treason, they've taken him to the tower. And that's my fault, is it? That's for your conscience to decide. You can't make me go back. I won't. I mean, look at all these people. The Queen has to listen to us now. They're opening the gates. Welcome, friends. Welcome. All who embrace our cause, we embrace with open arms. Come in! Come in! Come on, Barbara. Before we lose him. Good man, there must be some mistake. Doctor? William. Oh, my boy, what luck to find you here. Pretty poor luck, I'd say. I came to get you out. Have you got an escape plan? Well, I, I did, but it's not quite working out. Apparently, I'm some kind of wanted criminal. Enemy number one, you might say. Why? What have you done? Oh, I'm not entirely sure. Nothing. Yes. I'm sorry? Uh, well, I... I would have thought they'd have offered you better lodgings. The, uh, the tower has some fine rooms. Oh, not for the likes of me. I might move amongst lords and ladies, but I'm still just an upstart crow when it all comes down to it. Tom's a cold. Tom's a cold. Tom's a cold. Who's this fellow? Tom, I assume. Jesuit priest, I think. Difficult to tell by the state of him. He's been here a while. Yes. Takes more than a few years to grow a beard that long. Tom's a cold. Here, take my cloak. That that should be warmer. Oh, bless thee from whirlwinds, star blasting and taking. Be careful, Doctor. Sometimes he strikes out in fear. Why? The foul fiend follows me. Well, he's delirious. Uh, could I have him now? But, well, well, oh. Don't watch out, Doctor. Uh, now, there again in there, the foul fiend. My dear boy, I have no food for thee. Poor man, I don't think he's long for this world. Any man would go insane. Shut up in here. We have to find a way out of here. At once. There's no time to lose. Jude? Jude? It's no good. We've lost him. Quick, hide. Can you see who it is? It's Lady Rich. Brother, they're waiting for you. Will you speak to them? This is your final chance. Fine. I'll do it myself. Essex. Essex, are you in there? Ian. No good, it's still locked. Don't worry, we'll get you out of there. You have to get down there. You have to stop her. What are you doing? You can't let him out. He's under house arrest. He can't be seen outside, remember? Otherwise he could just use the passage. I'm not suggesting he goes outside. Just downstairs. 
If he can speak to the rebels, tell them what's been going on, maybe he can stop them. I don't understand. He doesn't want this rebellion any more than we do. But how can you know that? His sister's been orchestrating the whole thing against his will. You just have to trust me. Here, try this. A hairpin. That should do it. I'll find Lady Rich, see what she's up to. Be careful. I always am. Now, Mr. Locke, let's see what you're made of. Excuse me! Excuse me, please! I need help, please! You lost, Ducky? Late for you to be out on your own? I was with my grandfather, but he's been arrested. They've taken him to the tower. I don't know what to do. There, there. Do you like this bracelet? Pure gold it is. Oh, it's very pretty. Here, try it on. Oh, oh, you're hurting me. Suits you, don't you think? It's very nice. Pay me for it, then. But I don't want it. So why'd you take it? I didn't. You put it on me. Well, take it off, then, if you don't want it. I can't. It's stuck. Then you have to pay for it. But I don't have any money. No money? A girl like you, in your fine dress, pull the other one. Let the poor girl go. She's got my bracelet. Pure gold it is. Looks like brass to me. You were trying to cheat her. She's the thief! Young lady, dip your hand in that water trough. There. Here's your bracelet. A curse on you, you old hag! All well? Yes, thank you. Your grandfather's in the tower, you said. He was arrested for treason. You must have done something very bad then. No, we were just trying to help Will. William Shakespeare. We're friends of his, you see. He was taken to the tower yesterday. Will's in the tower, is he? Offended someone, no doubt. The Queen. You don't say. Well, then we'll have to find a way to get him out. Your grandfather, too. You can help. Never underestimate old women, my dear. Most people overlook us, but there's a great power comes with the invisibility of age. Friends, Englishmen, English women, in peace, there's nothing so becomes us as modest stillness and humility. But these are not peaceful times. Our queen, God save her. Where's the earl? We want the earl. The queen, I say, led this country to greatness in her former days, and for that I thank her. But the queen is no longer what she was. She is old. She is frail. She refuses to name a successor. And while there is no clear line of succession, chaos will reign in this country. But no more. I say no more. If the Queen refuses to take charge, then we must take charge. My brother is a man of the people. Those of you who fought with him in Ireland, in the Low Countries, who sailed with him against Spain. You know he is not a man of false and empty promises. He may be a man of royal blood, of Henry VIII's blood, but he is your man, and he will make this country great again. Will you ride with him? God save the Earl of Essex! Long live Essex! Long live the King! We ride at dawn! Don't listen to her! 
She's leading you all to your death. Who said that? You, up in the gallery. Barbara. Do you know her? No, never seen her before. If Essex were here, he would never sanction this. Don't listen to her. She's one of Cecil's spies. I'm no spy. Like the old Queen Margaret, I am blessed with second sight. I can see the future. Go break into the gallery. Bring her down. Death and hell have set their marks on this endeavour, and all who seek to profit from it. Before two past noon on the morrow, this great enterprise will be overturned. At Ludgate, Essex and his company shall meet their doom. She lies. No one can know the future. Do not turn away. Dismiss my prophecies at your peril. Let go of me. Only a witch can foretell the future. I'm no witch. Then prove it. How can I? A witch would fly where a mortal would fall. Throw her over the balcony and then we'll see. No! Stop! No? You dare to contradict me, boy? I know, Barbara. She's no witch. So, you're one of her familiars. I'm just her friend. Anyone who is not with us is against us. Throw her over. Stop! Unhand that woman. Barbara. Brother! My sister does not speak for me. Throw her and her followers out. Take your hands off me! This woman is a traitor to her queen and country. Brother, no! The queen is not our enemy. The queen is as much a victim as you or I. She is a wise woman, but an old and fragile woman, and she chooses her advisers badly. It is not the queen who is to blame, but Cecil. It is Cecil who taxes you. Cecil who sends your sons to war. Cecil who would put a Spanish papist on the throne. You see how he lords over you like a king. He who is no king and has no right to claim the throne. And where is the queen? For all we know, Cecil has done away with her and now rules in her place. I will ride tomorrow, but I will not ride against the queen. I will ride against Cecil to save the queen. Who's with me? <laughs> Doctor? Not yet, my boy. The place is very solidly built. Well, maybe Tom knows something. He's been here so long. Surely he must have tried to get out. Well, if he did, he clearly didn't succeed. Well, still. I'll leave him. The poor boy needs all the rest he can get. If I could just shift one of these bars, then maybe we could climb down. Uh. The drop looks very steep, and, and the walls are quite smooth. Nothing significant to offer a hold for a hand or a, or a foot. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't believe success lies that way. Not at all. Two prisoners climbed out of the cradle tower and down to the river on a rope a few years back. Do we have a rope? No, not at the moment, no. Then I think we'd best put our thinking caps on and try to come up with a plan that's a little less life-threatening. Maybe things will be clearer in the morning. Doctor, over here. What is it? There are three men with lanterns moving across from Traitor's Gate. And another coming to meet them. They look foreign. 
Maybe Spaniards? And the other man? Uh, my poor eyes aren't what they were. Uh, I'd know that gate anywhere. That's Lord Cecil. But why would he be meeting with Spaniards? Indeed, Doctor. Indeed. I thought Essex wasn't going to go outside. What can I say? Things escalated. We should get back. It's nearly dawn. The Doctor and Susan will be worried. We can't leave without Jude. I can't see how we'd ever persuade him to leave. Not now. He idolises Essex. I think we should stay and give Essex a hand. Oh, Ian, you can't be serious. The whole of London's about to explode into violence. We need to get out of here as fast as we can. He's a good man. There's nothing we can do. Why not? History is history. We can't change it, no matter how much we'd like to. But what if history is wrong? What do you mean? All that stuff we learn at school, from books. How do we know it's actually the truth? The truth of what happened? Well, I suppose history is a little one-sided. It's those who are in power who determine the narrative. There were plenty of women in the past, but we don't hear very much about them. Exactly. So things could be different. Not for Essex, no. Shakespeare has a second son. Yes, I'll admit that's strange. So maybe there's hope yet. And even if... Yes? Even if the whole thing is doomed, he's doing the right thing. The least we can do is try to support him. Is that really what you want? It is. Then we'll stay. In here, quickly. Westminster Abbey? Good to know you have eyes in your head, girl. I mean, it's the middle of the night. Won't it be shut? <laughs> what do you think God is? A shopkeeper? His house is always open. It's so beautiful in the candlelight. Isn't it? This way. This is where all the kings and queens are crowned. And buried. And there's the irony. We rise and then we fall. Time and fortune eat us all. It's as true for a king as it is for a pauper. Life's but a walking shadow, a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. If only we could stop the forward march of time. Or live many lives like a phoenix rising from the ashes. In here. But it's a two. Trust me, my dear, it's the answer to all your prayers. Church bells across the city will peal out to sound the alarms. Smythe will meet us with a thousand men at Fenchurch, then we turn back and march on the court. Gathering supporters along the way. Once at court, we free the Queen and arrest Cecil and his men. Barbara, Ian, you've come to bid us farewell and Godspeed. Actually, we'd like to stay. You've changed your minds. We'd like to help if we can. Splendid. Splendid news. Ian, can you handle a musket? But you'll be armed? In the middle of the city? Of course. How else will we force Cecil's surrender? What if people get hurt? Uh, I understand your concerns. It's only natural as a woman that you should think of others, but the success of an endeavour such as this is forged in blood. What I mean is that if you have the numbers, then you could force Cecil's hand without resorting to violence. Yes, yes. If you march unarmed, the people will see that you have their best interests at heart. They'll be more likely to support you, to join forces with you. I see. And not just men, 
But women and children, too. If a peaceful crowd marches on the palace gates, then Cecil won't be able to fire on you, not without looking like a monster. He'd have to negotiate. I look weak, womanish. No, you'll look strong. A man armed with right doesn't need armor or pistols. His breathing's very shallow. Poor fellow. Here, take a little beer. Suffer the same fate. Now, don't be disheartened. No, 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 no. That will never do. Great minds like ours, I have faith, absolute faith, will discover a way out of this predicament. Mere stones and mortar will not hold us back. Poor Tom probably thought the same thing. It's not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. After all, there's two of us, and only one of him. Collaboration, my dear boy. Collaboration will get us out of this mess. I wish I had your faith. It's just a matter of working out where to start. So where do we start? I, uh, um, I, I just have to uh, think for a while. Uh, clear my head. Oh no! No! What is it? Listen to the bells. Time for mass, no doubt. No, that's the alarm. Something's afoot. Essex. It must be. And Jude will be with him. Oh, Doctor, I can't bear it. Not again. Now, there, there, my boy. Jude's face not seen. Not yet. And who knows? Maybe this is our chance to get out of here. Down with Lord Cecil. God save the Queen. Look, Barbara. It's working. The people are coming out of their houses. They're joining. They can see that we wish no harm. Maybe things can work out differently. That's the spirit. Ian, Barbara, have you seen any of Smythe's men? They'd be wearing the sheriff's coat of arms. No, I don't think so. They were supposed to join us back at Fenchurch Street. What does it matter? Look at all these people. Do we need more? They should have been here by now. Where's Essex? He's up ahead. Ian. What? There, in the crowd. I thought I saw Lady Rich. Just for a moment. I can't see her. Maybe my eyes were deceiving me. No. I've got a bad feeling about this. I think you might be right. Our fates might be more fixed than we like to think they are. Come on, let's find Essex. If his sister's lurking around, he should know. Come on, child. Do keep up. Where are we? My apartments. They're very grand. Don't you know who I am yet? No. Maybe this will help. Wigs. You really are very slow, girl. I'm just so worried about Grandfather. Oh, come, come. No time for tears. They're sounding the alarm already. The game's afoot, and I do so love a challenge. You could just tell me. And where's the fun in that? <coughs> I'll put one on. <coughs> <sighs> There. Any better? Or do I need to put my crown on as well? Your Majesty. Oh, do get up, child, and stop gawping. 
You have to help me get ready. I can't very well go out looking like this. We have work to do. Yes, ma'am. Essex, what is it? I think I saw your sister in the crowd. Just as we pass at Paul's. Up to no good, no doubt. I'll ride back and check. Thank you, Jude. The last thing I need is any more meddling. What's that up ahead? That's Ludgate. Once we're out of the city, we'll head down Fleet Street and onto the court. There's a group of men waiting by the gate. Smythe and his men, maybe. No, it's not Smythe's colours. Then who are they? More supporters, I suspect. I don't think so. They're fanning out to block the way. Cecil! Stop in the name of the Queen! You have no right to claim her authority. I am the Queen's Secretary of State. And yet you abuse her power. This man is a traitor. He should not be on the streets. He comes to bear arms against the Queen. No, my lord, I am no traitor. I am come to save the Queen from those who would usurp her power and rule in her place. We bear no arms. Let your men search us. We have not a pistol nor a musket between us. Men, search them. We come in peace, Cecil. We only wish to see the Queen. She has been absent many a day and we are concerned for her safety. And then you'll go back to your homes peaceably and raise no further disturbances? We will. On mine honour. The Queen is in seclusion. I dare not trouble her. You must. You have angered her of late. Do not anger her further. If the Queen is angry with me... Let her tell me so herself. She cannot. Well, because you have done away with her. No, no, the Queen lives. Then let her appear. She has gone on one of her little jaunts. I know not where. I haven't seen her for weeks. Then we will wait for her to return and make camp outside the palace. I cannot allow it. You will and you must. The whole city is behind me. Will you swear to maintain the peace until this matter is resolved? I will swear if you will swear. You said you had no weapons, you traitor! No, I swear upon my life. They are armed. Open fire, man! No, Cecil, no! You're under arrest! Never! To arms! Men to arms! Essex, no! Ian, what's happening? We have to get out of here. Any second now, they'll open fire. If we're caught up in this mess... <laughs> Barbara! Barbara, no! second now, they'll open fire. If we're caught up in this mess... Ah! Barbara! Barbara, no! Ian! Ian! Over here! Barbara! 
I thought you'd been shot. No, the horse reared, that's all. We need to move. Oh, Anne, I was so scared. I thought I was going to get trampled. You're all right. You're all right now. What happened? Someone fired on Cecil's men, and all hell broke loose. But, but we were unarmed. Someone wasn't. What are we going to do? We have to get out of here. Now. Come on. We're hemmed in. Our swords are no match for their muskets. Retreat! Retreat! Save yourselves! Stand, villain! Stand! Who is it would fight with me? I would. But you're just a bomb. Put down your pistol, Lord Cecil, and draw your sword. I'll not fight with you. I said, put down your pistol. <laughs> My pistol! I might be a boy, but I fight like a man. Have at you, then, you maggot! <laughs> ah! My hand! Be thankful it's your hand I chose to strike and not your heart! I'll get you, you little devil. I'll get you. I'll put your head upon the block, you treasonous little worm! Retreat! Retreat! I will not have your blood on my hands. Retreating already? You always were a coward. No wonder the Irish beat you so easily. You know nothing of war, sister. I would have made a better commander than you. This mess is your doing. People will die here today because of you. How was I to know you weren't armed? What were you going to do? Ride up to Elizabeth and ask her nicely to lay down her crown? It was working. You always were a romantic fool. The world's changed. It's dog eat dog. There's no space for chivalry anymore. Are you going to shoot me? You could have been king. But no, you'd rather be a simpering consort to a dried up old crone. Ah! My foot! You're an embarrassment. I'll leave the headsman to do the rest. You're the one to blame for all of this. You're challenging me? Yes. A poor defenseless woman. You're neither of those things. Draw your sword. I don't have time for this. No, sister, no. Ah, ah, fond of that one, were you? Sister, don't leave me like this. What? Ah, Barbara, here. You're injured. Yes, but Jude, he's been shot. Jude? Jude? Is he breathing? Just. We must get him to a surgeon. You have to get him out of here. Not without you. Leave me. I'm done for. It's just your foot. I can't walk. We can't leave you here to die. Lean on me. Ian, can you carry Jude? Got him. Let's head for the river. See if we can get a boat to take us across. Cease firing! Cease firing! The rebel have gone now! It's over! Where is he? He's here somewhere. He can't have got away. Where is he? The gunfire stopped. I wonder what's happening out there. Difficult to know. Susan! Grandfather! Thank goodness you're all right. I brought a friend with me. She wants to help. 
Of course, madam, as you can see, we're in quite a predicament. We'd be grateful for any help you can offer. Uh, but unless you know where the Queen is and can get a message to her, I'm not sure what else you can do. You're in luck, then. Your Majesty. Your Majesty. Yes, yes, thank you. Enough of the knee-bending. You will come with me to my mother's apartments. I have sent for Lord Cecil. I would speak with him. It's all gone quiet out there. I think it might be over. It's not over. Even if the people have fled, they'll be coming for me. What did the surgeon say? Yes, how is he? The surgeon's taken out the shot and cleaned the wound. He thinks Jude's in with a good chance, as long as he survives the night. Thank God. We should get him to look at your foot. No, really, I can attend to it myself. I'm sure he'd be happy to. I should go. Where will you go? Home. You can't. That'll be the first place they'll look. Cecil's bound to be waiting there. I can't stay here. Of course you can. No, 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 I've put you all through enough danger already. Zooms. You won't get very far like that. No, I'll manage. We could get you a boat to take you down river. From there, you could get a ship. Europe, India, the New World even. Anywhere. I appreciate the thought. But what kind of man would I be if I ran away now? It's a mess. I must take responsibility for it. I can't leave my followers to face their fate alone. They'll kill you. I know. But they can't excuse me without the Queen's permission... And she cared for me once, very much. And if she's dead? Then Cecil will be forced to reveal her absence. I don't trust Cecil. He might choose to settle the matter himself. Murder me before I could be tried by the Privy Council. Say you resisted arrest. Or that I died in the battle to capture me. Yes. It's a risk I'll have to take. The Queen is my only hope. I'll go in your place. Ian, you can't. Why not? I think there's quite a resemblance. Yes, yes, there is. Apart from the beard. There's a whole trunk of beards backstage at the Globe. A touch of makeup, the right clothes. But what would that gain us? They're bound to see through the disguise eventually. Maybe I can get to the Queen first. Maybe they'll kill you first. I'll be careful, Barbara, I promise. I can't let you take such a risk for me. If I can get to the Queen, explain what happened. Maybe she'll be lenient. It could work. Barbara? Go, but be careful. I like your head right where it is, on your shoulders. Here you are, boatman. A shilling for your trouble. Halt! Guards, hold him! I saw your light on the river, heading this way. I didn't think you could be so stupid as to return to your own house. And yet you are. I arrest you for high treason. I demand to see the Queen. The Queen does not wish to see you. Take him inside! In there. Shouldn't you be taking me to the tower? I thought we'd have a little conversation first. Down here? Why not? Guard, light the candles. Mm, it's an impressive collection. Thumb screws, rack, even an iron maiden. What is this place? You should know. It's in your house. Quite the little torture chamber. Must be my sister's room. I hardly think that's likely. Men, secure him to the table. 
Let go of me! I've always hated you, Essex. With your fine looks and your honeyed words and all your oh-so-heroic deeds. You'd seduce the old queen into supporting your cause in a second if I let you speak to her. Sir, she is alive. For now. But we all know that she's not for long for this world. She has to name a successor. She has to decide. The country can't brook this state of instability much longer. And if she can't decide? Then someone will have to decide for her. You? This is our opportunity to heal our nation's wounds. Make peace with the Catholics. Make peace with Spain. The Infanta is most interested in leading the country forward. So you would make a Spain slave? Compromise our sovereignty, our religion? We have to rebuild our relationship with our European cousins. We can't rely on the support of the Dutch and the French alone. The Queen would never agree to that. The Queen need never know. I won't let you. You won't have a choice. Fetch me the tongs, an axe, and a sharp knife. Are you going to kill me? No, no. Just silence you. Cut out your tongue and chop off your hands. Yours must be a very public downfall. Any final words? No. You can't. No! How eloquent. Please, please, make yourselves at home. My mother spent her first and last days as queen in these apartments. I always feel closer to her here. You must be hungry. My men will get you some food. Something simple, I think. Maybe a little wine to lift your spirits. Thank you. We're most grateful. And what is your name, sir? Your granddaughter omitted to tell me. He's the doctor. The doctor? Oh, no, no. Uh, no, th that is my name, ma'am. When your guards heard it, they threw me in the tower without any explanation. I must apologise for my guards' mistake. I once knew a man called the Doctor. He caused me some distress, but I can see quite clearly that man isn't you. Uh, no, 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 Your Majesty. So, I hear you've been seeking to depose me, Will. I, ma'am, no. Staging plays with scenes in them that I find offensive. Scenes that suggest I'm a foolish monarch who has surrounded herself with self-serving advisers and so should be deposed. The play's not about you, ma'am. It's about Richard II. Oh, don't give me that. Even the stupidest of your groundlings knows that when you refer to Richard II, you're referring to me. Uh, your Majesty, uh, William may have written the play, but he had nothing to do with the performance yesterday. It was Lady Rich. She asked him to put it on, but Will said no. She went over my head to the other players. I would never do anything that would cast disparagement upon Your Majesty. Oh, what a shame. I liked you better when you were prepared to challenge me. I have no wish to lose your favour. Or my head. If you desire to hear the honest opinions of your subjects, Your Majesty, you have to deal fairly with those who dare to speak the truth. Yes, Doctor, indeed. I have sometimes been too quick to anger, but now I'm inclined to listen. Do you know where I've been since Christmas? 
No, ma'am. I've been out moving amongst the people, seeing how things are in my land. I must say, I was most disappointed, Will, that you shut the theatre. I was so looking forward to seeing a play or two, but no, I had to go to the Rose, where the plays aren't half as good, until yesterday's performance, of course. You were there? Naturally, I'm your greatest fan. When I heard the trumpets, I grabbed the first boat I could. But surely, ma'am, you didn't forsake the throne purely to go to the theatre. No, I wanted to see what my advisers would do if I left them in charge. And from what I've seen, they didn't fare too well. No, not well at all. Hold still, I tell you. Don't. Please, I I can explain. Someone grab his head! A false beard? You're not Lord Essex. Well spotted. Where's the herb? I'll never tell you. No matter. We'll find him soon enough. Come on, man. You can't just leave me here. No. No, I can't. Shut him in the Iron Maiden. She's a cruel lover. First she'll embrace you. Then she bleeds you try. You won't get away with it. Who's going to stop me? Who could that be? Another helping will? <coughs> yes. Yeah, it's delicious. Mm. Isn't it? What is it? Uh, a turkey stuffed with a goose, stuffed with a chicken, stuffed with a partridge, stuffed with a capon. Well, I never. Ah. I wonder if that's Lord Cecil responding to my message. Enter. Your Majesty, you sent for me. Doctor, Susan. You know this man? Uh, yes, Your Majesty. He is one of our travelling companions. He looks rather like Essex. You are most welcome, sir. Why have these prisoners been released from their cell, ma'am? These are not prisoners. These are my guests. But, ma'am, these men are traitors. They have been conspiring to overthrow Your Majesty. Oh, Cecil, not another one of your little plots. First the Papists, then the Scots. Now even the players are trying to steal my throne. You mistake me, Your Majesty. Cecil, you have some explaining to do. I left you in charge for precisely three weeks and six days, and yet in that short period of time, the country appears to have gone to rack and ruin. I have been watching you. I thought Your Majesty was in seclusion at Hatfield Palace, meditating on the transience of all things. Wrong, Lord Cecil. I was in London, in a hovel off Gutter Lane, as this girl can well attest. I can. But why? I don't understand. I was meditating on the character of my advisers. Tell me, did you enjoy parading yourself around the city like a king? With your majesty absent, it was necessary to demonstrate someone was still an authority. You know these Londoners, criminals and subversives, the lot of them. As a Londoner, I take offence at that. As do I. It only took them four weeks to raise a rebellion. I don't blame them. If you were stealing every third shilling from my purse, I'd be revolting too. You cannot starve a people into obedience. Exactly, Doctor. Now tell me, 
Did I ask you to raise taxes? No, ma. But with the armada bearing down on our shores, we must be prepared. And being prepared requires money. Is an attack from the armada imminent? I thought they were busy besieging Ostend. You never know when the armada will attack. Maybe you'd be so good as to check with your Spanish friends. My Spanish friends, ma'am? I think she might be referring to your plan to put the Infanta on the throne. That explains it. The other night we observed Lord Cecil here meeting with a Spanish delegation on Tower Green. What do you have to say for yourself, Cecil? I have asked your majesty time and time again to name a successor. And I have told you time and time again that I will name my successor on my deathbed. And not before. I have no wish to curtail the length of my reign or my life by legitimising any one of my numerous prospective heirs' expectations. I was only doing what I thought was in your majesty's best interests. In your own best interests, you mean? Let your majesty's own understanding of my intentions be my sworn confession. Please be speedy and merciful. Guards, take him to the tower. Uh, Your majesty, may I speak a moment? I've never been a believer in the death penalty. You dare to question my judgment? Uh, No, Your Majesty, but even the most clear-sighted of us can make errors of judgment. If one takes a life but later finds that one has been mistaken in one's judgment, it is impossible to give back the life one has wrongly taken. True, Doctor, true. I will think on it. Cecil, you may await the outcome of my musings in your quarters. Your Highness... You're a wise man, Doctor. Have you ever considered a career as a royal advisor? I have a feeling a seat on the Privy Council is about to come free. Uh... Jude's awake. Can I see him? He's still very weak. Best he rest, then. I'm worried about Ian. We should have heard something by now. Yes. Barbara! Ian, I'm so glad you're safe. We're all safe, my dear, despite our trials and tribulations. Were you worried, Barbara? A little. Where's Jude? Can I see him? Of course. He's awake and doing well. Oh, thank God. He's in his room. I'm so sorry, Will. You put my son in danger. I'll never forgive you. I'd better go. Not yet, young man. You have a visitor. Your Majesty. Back to Your Majesty, are we? Bess, it's so good to see you. I was so worried. You should know me well enough by now to know that I can look after myself. No need to start a revolution just because I disappear for a few days. I haven't heard from you in over a year. You failed me. You lost the war in Ireland. You were supposed to win. I tried. Not enough. I had to cut my ties with you. I I can't be seen to reward failure, no matter how fond I am of the person who failed. I understand. I wish there was a way to save you. He was only trying to protect your majesty. It was never about taking the throne. I know the price for raising a rebellion. 
I know what must be done. I'd ask for a swordsman instead of the axe, but it would be seen as favouritism. Just bury me honourably in the chapel at the tower. I'll bury you next to my mother. Thank you. You're not the first man I've loved, but you'll be the last, I fear. I may have disappointed you, but I never betrayed you. I know. Would your majesty grant me the honour of one last kiss? You may kiss my hand. Let us part as friends. Long life to you, my Bess. Come, my guards are waiting downstairs for you. Ma'am? Doctor? Do you think I might ask a favour? Of course. You may accompany me on the barge back to the palace. So, what is this favour you wish to ask of me? My carriage, ma'am. Your men impounded it and put it in the privy garden. I wish it to be returned to me. Of course. I'll have them bring it to Bankside first thing tomorrow morning. Thank you, Your Majesty. My pleasure. Uh, you're fond of Essex, Your Majesty. Very. Surely, then, you can save him. I can't. It is within your power as Queen. If I save him, I look weak. I look like a sentimental old woman who saved a handsome boy because he flattered her. And then what? More rebellions, more strife. I will not endanger my people. I must inflict the harshest punishment. I killed my own cousin, you know, Doctor, for plotting against me. I regret it. I regret it every single day. But it was necessary to keep the peace, just as Essex's death is now. Essex knows it, and so do I. But what if there was another way? There is no other way. What if someone else could take his place? Who? Turn the barge around and head for the tower, ma'am. I have an idea. They're sounding the drums at the tower. They're preparing to behead Essex. How horrible. He's a brave man. He's an honourable man, living in a world that doesn't value honour anymore. I did hope we could change things. What's done cannot be undone. But Jude, I thought if Shakespeare can have a second son, then anything is possible. Oh, Ian, I wish that were true, but Jude's a girl. She's never. I had to cut her clothes off so the surgeon could attend to the wound. So, Shakespeare never had a second son. No. She must be his youngest daughter, Judith. Judith Shakespeare. Well, she fooled everyone. You're up. I'm feeling much better. Thank you. You still look a little pale. You should rest. I have to go. Where? To the execution. Will you come with me? Oh, no, I, I couldn't. He was a great man, Barbara. We should pay our respects. I couldn't bear to watch. Anyway... Look at you. Cecil's men are still looking for me, but I'm a wanted man, not a wanted woman. A change of clothes seemed for the best. Ian knows. How? Barbara told me. I'd never have guessed. The soldiers brought the doctor's carriage. They put it in the yard. 
It's a little bit scratched on the outside, but everything inside's in working order. Or at least as much in working order as it ever is. I see I have my daughter back again. Sure you didn't prefer me as your son? Son or daughter. I love you either way. We should go. Are you coming? No, we should be getting home. Where's the doctor? Uh, he said he had some business with the Queen to attend to. We best wait for him in the, in the carriage. And can't be very comfortable in there, the four of you. It's much more spacious than it looks, you'd be surprised. Father. It was a pleasure to meet you all. The pleasure was all ours. Well, do drop by next time you're in town. You're always welcome. Come on, or we'll miss it. Coming. I'll walk with you down to the river. Do you think the doctor might let us stay a little longer? I never did get to meet Elizabeth. We can but ask. Ian, look look at that woman watering her horse in the yard. Can't be. Come on, before she gets away. Lady Rich, stop. Just where do you think you're going? Get out of my way. Oh, no, you don't. Ian, no! Ah! Oh, get out of my way! Oh! Oh. I arrest you, Lady Rich, in the name of the Queen. Trust me, I'm the last person the Queen wants to see. I'm sure she'd like to know who the real force behind the rebellion was. She knows. Banished me on pain of death. Confiscated all my property. Is that all? Here. Check the seal, if you don't believe me. You should be the one those drums are sounding for, not your brother. I couldn't agree more. He didn't implicate you in the rebellion, not once. Of course he didn't. He loves to play the hero. I get so tired with men taking the credit for all my hard work. He's your brother. Was my brother. And he'll go down in history, whereas I'll just be a footnote. It's all you deserve. Now, if you don't mind, I need to try and find my horse. Where will you go? Scotland. The Queen's not long for this world. Neither are you. Within seven years, you'll be dead, insignificant and forgotten. You might want to keep your visions of the future to yourself before they burn you at the stake for it. We can't just let her go. No, leave her. Time will punish her more than we ever could. They're sounding your execution, my friend. The Earl of Essex is dead. Indeed, Robert. Doctor, I don't know how to ever thank you. Don't thank me, dear boy. Thank poor Tom for taking your place. Here comes the boat. Where will you go, Robert? To the Americas, I think. There will be opportunities for a man like me out there. And not too many questions asked. I must go. Farewell, Doctor. Farewell, my Bess. Farewell, my Essex. And Godspeed. You're sure I can't persuade you to stay, Doctor? I'm much in need of wise counsel. I'm most grateful for your generous offer, but I'm a traveller at heart, Your Majesty. The time left to me is but brief, but I do hope that we will meet again. So do I, ma'am. So do I. Who knows? Anything can happen. In time. 
Let me see now. If I drop the one, carry the three. But do we have to go straight away, Doctor? Yes, we never did manage to see a play. Oh, nonsense. You saw at least some of Richard II. That hardly counts. Why do we always have to race off? We've made friends here. We could spend some time with them. So, I have all three of you against me now, do I? I wouldn't go that far. Against is a very strong word. We just think it could be fun, and we won't get another chance anytime soon. (sighs) Oh, very well. I can see I'll get no peace at all unless I capitulate to your demands. We can stay. Oh, Grandfather. (gasps) Doctor, I thought we'd agreed. You're leaving. But that wasn't me. I didn't start the TARDIS. Well, no one else would have done it. We certainly couldn't. I promise you, it wasn't me. Then who was it? Someone of immense power. And I'm very much afraid we're about to find out who that is. You have been listening to The First Doctor Adventures, The Hollow Crown, by Sarah Grahala. The Doctor was played by David Bradley, Susan, Claudia Grant, Barbara Wright, Gemma Powell, Ian Chesterton, Jamie Glover, William Shakespeare, Nicholas Asbury, Judith Shakespeare, Lauren Cornelius, Lady Penelope Rich, Leanne Rose Bunce, Robert Devereux, Lord Cecil, Ian Cunningham, Queen Elizabeth I, Wendy Craig. Other roles played by members of the cast. Director, Ken Bentley. Producer, David Richardson. Sound design and music, Howard Carter. Script editor, John Dorney. Executive producers, Nicholas Briggs and Jason Haig-Ellery. Hi, I'm Sarah Grahala and I wrote The Hollow Crown. Okay, all... Let's go for a take, and over to you. So, I hear you've been seeking to depose me, Will. I, ma'am, no. Staging plays with scenes in them that I find offensive. Scenes that suggest I'm a foolish monarch who has surrounded herself with self-serving advisers, and so should be deposed. The play's not about you, ma'am. It's about Richard II. Oh, don't give me that. When I was asked to do an episode, there was an idea that there could be an episode about Shakespeare. I'm weirdly, in my other life, I'm a theatre academic, so I was quite excited about that. I'm not an expert in Shakespeare, but I know a little bit about him. So for me, it was a nice chance not only to explore the world of the First Doctor, but then also to explore that Renaissance world. And I'd remembered the, the episode with David Tennant, where they'd gone to the Globe with the witches... And what I'd liked about that episode was it had a little bit 
you know, obviously, you know, it's the Doctor, so it's, you know, there for the people who fans of Doctor Who, but also it, it had had little kind of nods in it. If you knew a lot about Shakespeare, you could see the little Shakespearean things within it. So I was excited about that. This is David Bradley, and I play the Doctor. Madam, as you can see, we're in quite a predicament. We'd be grateful for any help you can offer. Uh, but unless you know where the Queen is and can get a message to her, I'm not sure what else you can do. You're in luck, then. I think I must have mentioned at some point, well, I certainly did at uh, some convention not that long ago, that if you know, you're, you're asked questions like, what would be your secret magical power? Invisibility, time travel, or see-through vision or whatever and and I chose time travel of course and they said what time would you like to travel to if you could pick any period of world history or extraterrestrial history like the Big Bang or whatever you could do anything and um, I chose London in the uh, Elizabethan age and uh, particularly the Shakespeare's Globe Theatre. I would just love to uh, travel back and see a performance in the actual Globe Theatre of one of Shakespeare's plays. And um, during this recording session, I've managed to do that, and it's been uh, it's been just terrific. I am Jamie Glover, and I play Ian Chesterton. It's wonderful being able to go back and uh, live amongst him. The playing field is wide open to mix my metaphors about what you do with him and uh, to explore his relationship with his child is uh, very cheeky and very enjoyable. Lovely to be in that world and if you're going to go back to Elizabethan times who better to be your guy than Shakespeare. So my name is Lauren Cornelius and I'm playing Jude Shakespeare. I loved this script when I got it through. I just thought this is so exciting and I'm a big Shakespeare fan as well. So it was really cool to go back to London in the Shakespearean era. Yeah, it's just so exciting, a really good, fun adventure. She's masquerading as a guy and she is female and I think she's always harboured this sort of feeling that she was never good enough and that, you know, her her dad preferred her brother Hamnet and, and wished that she was male but she's got a real kind of fighting streak to her and she's really really outspoken in a really positive way she wants the best for the people she wants the best for she's so passionate about the theater and about doing good for the world and provoking positive change i think so i wanted to picture as someone that i mean she's not whiny she's not moany and she's not stroppy but she has to have these outbursts to show who she really is so, yeah, trying to strike the balance of being argumentative and provoking change in, in a positive and inspirational way to others to get people on her side. So that was all really, really fun to, fun to work on. My name's Nicholas Asbury and I'm playing William Shakespeare. Well, I have the hairline, which is great for audio, and I live in Stratford, which is great for audio. Uh, so, um, and I've also played him before once in a film for about five seconds. So uh, this is my second time giving my William. It's great. But then, you know, in a way, there's no difference between playing a, uh, someone from 400 years ago and, you know, someone from wherever. 
because they're all wonderful characters in the vast canopy that is Doctor Who. So, you know, it's a joy to play that sort of thing. I'm Wendy Craig and I'm playing Queen Elizabeth I of England. I suppose when I was a little girl and I first realised I wanted to be an actor, Laurence Olivier was making films of Henry V and Hamlet, Richard III, and I went to see those films and I absolutely adored them and I adored Shakespeare's words and work and it just made me so enthusiastic. So, yes, I love I love his work. The first time I got involved in drama, I was asked to do a, a line in Shakespeare by a local drama producer. It was a line from Mark Antony from Julius Caesar, and I thought, I don't know what this means, but I love it, and I would like to say it again. And so I, I, I got kind of roped in and I've been in love with that language ever since. So I'm Gemma Powell, and I play Barbara. Uh, hi, I'm Claudia Grant, and I play Susan. But, Grandfather, where are we going? To the Globe, my dear. We're going to see one of Mr William Shakespeare's plays. I've always been to Shakespeare plays, and ever since I was quite young, so... It's just been part of my kind of upbringing and enjoyment of theatre and I think lots of his themes are really relevant to today. Yeah, he's, he's just a wonderful, wonderful playwright. <laughs> I think I had a whole kind of like stigma around Shakespeare when I was younger because I felt like you had to be clever to understand it. Um, and I also felt like that when I went to drama school because everyone seemed to know, be able to just do it and I mm -hmm. didn't even know what it meant. Like, you know. Yeah. But so I've had quite a long process with it, but now I can appreciate it and understand it. And I think everyone has to kind of connect to it in a different way, whether it's through the rhythm or through the, like Gemma says, the themes, uh, which are so relevant to today. But when you allow it to be a visceral experience, opposed to an academic experience, I think that's when it's that's when you can get real fulfilment out of it. Yeah, I agree that there is that that idea that it's kind of you know that people are a bit scared of Shakespeare yeah but actually if you just kind of allow it to when you go to a, a production you just allow it to kind of wash over you it's not it's it's not intellectual or it's no. actually um you know you can everyone can connect with it Shakespeare is the reason I became an actor and continue to be an actor uh, yeah he's 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 the big cheese he's the one Hamlet was the probably well not probably definitely the greatest part I've ever had and it's an extraordinary journey Henry V too there's not a duff one among them really I mean we also mourn the parts that pass us and uh, but I hope that there are some coming up in my future yeah Ham Hamlet was the one it changes you forever having done that I think gone on that journey and I find it very liberating because in most parts there are kind of uh, fence posts that you head for uh, in an evening, kind of moments where you anchor yourself or, or you think, I've got to hit that, I've got to hit that. And they kind of tether the rope of your performance over an evening. In Hamlet, every moment is a tent post. So you kind of got to just throw your shoulders back and let the part take you. You, you realise that you can't control it in quite the same way, but uh, 
that you try to do other parts and uh, that was that was very uh, liberating and illuminating and yeah I, I think it, I think it's a, a role that changes you forever. You grow up learning and reading Shakespeare plays at school and I think everyone well everyone at my school had a bit of a oh snore Shakespeare but I just I loved it I fell in love with Shakespeare plays at a really young age and I liked all the dark ones I liked you know are you allowed to say it? No, we're not in a theatre, so it's fine. I love Macbeth because it's all witchy and supernatural. And yeah, it was great. And then I fell in love with lots of different ones. Yeah, and it's just magical, isn't it? And it's, yeah, it's awesome. So it's very cool to incorporate a Doctor Who and a Shakespeare, which is awesome. I think there's always so much further that you can go and so many things you discover while you're playing it. And in the words as well. You, you find different ways of saying things and think, I'll try it this way. Having warned the actors beforehand that you're going to do it, you know, I'll try it this way tonight um, because I don't think I've got this quite right. Yeah. I'm Leanne Rose Bunce and I play Penelope, Lady Witch, and the Hawker. Let's not forget her. Shakespeare was the beginning of my journey as an actor, actually. Shakespeare got me on to acting. You know, yeah, I didn't even know that you could be a voice actor before. I, for me, it was, I want to be a stage actor. I just want to do Shakespeare. And um, yeah, Shakespeare's been in my blood since I was a little girl, I must say. But oddly enough, in terms of my career, it's, it's gone the other way. It's all witches and warlocks and, and, and monsters that I play. I don't really get to do much Shakespeare, so it's, it's quite nice to live in this world for a bit, I must say. I'm Ian Conningham, and I'm playing Robert Devereux, Earl of Essex, and Lord Cecil. Shakespeare means to me going from sixth form in Wigan, having just taken A-level theatre studies, still not really thinking about being an actor, but being lucky enough to stumble across one of those teachers that changes your life, and he was an amazing man. And he'd been going to Stratford since he was a kid, and then he, yeah, so he took us down and I saw Henry IV Part One, and the next day we saw Henry IV Part Two with Robert Stevens playing Falstaff. And I was just starting to learn a Hotspur speech and Owen Teal was playing Hotspur. Michael Maloney was how... Anyway, I just sat there and just did that classic thing of being in a big theatre at the RSC and getting sucked into this world and coming away from Stratford going, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I thought about being an actor. And uh, yeah, and that was Shakespeare, but also being really scared of it, intimidated by it. And I'm not going to lie, it's still, you go, oh God, you know, you sit down and you get your, your kind of analytical head on and you work through it as an actor, because it's almost like as an actor, you should have all of the Shakespearean skills, you know, and I think not enough of us admit to going, this actually is quite overwhelming. But once you pick through it, and once you work through it, yeah, it's amazing. The, the beauty and the rhythm and the poetry of it, it's not an intellectual thing because I'm not, my mind doesn't work like that, but it's, it's, it's something deeply emotional and, uh, and powerful. They say there's an expression, there's a power in naming things. And for me, by speaking the words of Shakespeare, I thought, this is it, this is what I've got to do, I've got to act. I think weirdly... I guess because I'm a writer, I thought more about being a writer, having to write a writer who's supposedly the greatest writer in the world ever. I think that's quite daunting as a writer. 
but then when you start reading the history and you get a sense of him as just being kind of like a an amazingly talented writer but you know a writer who's very much sort of writing on the fly and having to respond very quickly to the things happening around him it makes him sort of seem a bit more human so that was yeah initially intimidating but fun in a lot of ways he means almost everything professionally and a lot personally my father used to sit there quoting Shakespeare until we all, I, I've got two elder brothers, and, and we all realised that he was actually only ever quoting Macbeth. And it turned out that he'd been in Macbeth six times, I think it was, and had played a very noted Lady Macbeth at school. But he used to take me over to Stratford all the time. I saw all sorts of things when I was 11, 12, you know, in my teens, and then also with the school. You know, people get very aerated about whether he wrote the plays or not. You know, there's overwhelming evidence that he did write the plays. Um, people sort of talk about how little we know about Shakespeare's life, but actually we know far more about Shakespeare's life than we do about most Elizabethans. I care to a certain extent, but I care mainly because the plays are there. The plays are what live of him, whoever, whoever he was. Yeah, he, he writes about things which are so beyond personal experience that... It stops to be stops to matter whether it's autobiographical or not because he manages to put himself into the shoes of uh, an Egyptian princess, a medieval king. You know, he puts himself everywhere. So I care less about who he was and more about what he's left behind. Then who was it? Someone of immense power. And I'm very much afraid we're about to find out who that is. We're a couple of minutes early, but that's a very good place to stop for lunch. Thank you all. I love watching it being done. I get really excited, I think, on two counts. So it's, it's that sort of sense of hearing something you wrote came alive in that moment where you sort of this thing that you've been running through the sound of in your head, you actually get to hear the sound of it in front of you and it can be nerve-wracking because there's moments where you're like is that going to work is that not going to work or oh that line's not quite as I thought it was going to sound but then there's also this sort of sense of it becoming something with live people in front of you that's almost it's it was in your head but now there's an amazing way in which it's not in your head anymore it's sort of out there as a kind of thing on its own that exists and then of course I get excited seeing all the actors because you get some amazing actors I'm very pleased about Wendy Craig <laughs> as Elizabeth I. And I think also when you're writing, you kind of want to write characters that you think actors will get excited about playing. And then obviously all the people, you know, who you've been listening to their voices when you've been doing your research, playing the, you know, the Doctor Who and his companions and getting to hear them reproduce those voices. Like when I was listening to the audiobooks, I was really impressed by how much they sound like the original characters and then just seeing someone do that in the studio is really impressive. 